Hello and welcome to UC Today. My name is Kieran, and today's session is called How AI and Data is Transforming Communications for AWS Customers. I am delighted to be joined by Chris Sampson, Global Head of Communication Services at AWS. Chris, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kieran. Look forward to chatting with you. Before we dive into the, the topic at hand, can you please tell us about uh, yourself, Chris, and the work you do with AWS? Yeah, I have a team of uh, global go-to-market specialists, and their role is to build go-to-market programs to help our customers better understand our products within the communication developer services portfolio. That includes email, SMS, push notifications, in-app video, and encrypted messaging. Perfect. And I guess, explore, beginning with the, the, the topic at hand, I guess, you know, the, the world of communications has, has developed so radically over the last few years, especially since the pandemic. And AWS has such an extensive and comprehensive portfolio of customers. I'm really curious to pick your brain. How are AWS customers approaching communications now? Yeah, beginning with the pandemic, we saw a real change or trend in customer adoption. And uh, the use case that we're all familiar with is the COVID test. And uh, people were anxious to hear their results, positive or negative. Many of our customers quickly had to stand up SMS services, for example, so that they could provide the results quickly, either with a positive or a negative. What has transitioned since the pandemic is the use of ML. And that simply means after that test result, in this case, if it's in healthcare and life science, after the result comes, ML is providing what we would call the next best action. The recommendation to the patient, or it could be a customer, on what they should do next. So for example, if that test uh, was positive, you might have a recommendation for a quarantine period or to visit a healthcare provider. And so really what we've seen is post-pandemic is people have moved from single or bilateral communications, positive or negative in the case of a healthcare and life science provider, to integrating ML, the ability to provide or predict a next best action. And that's been born across many industries. Outside of healthcare and life science, you see it in media and entertainment. We recently attended reInvent and uh, participated with Ferrari for an on-stage engagement where they have a really creative or in innovative use of communication services and ML. What they're doing is they're actually looking at how people are interacting with their photo galleries and their videos and then recommending or proposing a type of merchandise that they might be interested in. So we've seen a real sea change. We've, gone, we've seen uh, embedded communications grow to embedded communications plus next, next best action using ML. Uh, uh, terrific. And I think it's touching on, on what you were, uh, you were just discussing there. I guess the big buzzword for 2023, as I think even one of the, the dictionaries named it the word of the year, is AI, artificial intelligence, even though it's an acronym, but that's a pedance, a a pedance issue. Um, you were touching with ML and how more holistically across the industry. How has AI changed that equation, especially over the last 12 months? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, going back to 2017, we made a presentation uh, to reInvent that talked about uh, the use cases of machine learning 
and artificial intelligence with communications. And we probably didn't have a lot of interest at that time. The room might have been full, but people might have been a little suspicious of what this AI and ML would mean for their use of email or push notifications or SMS. The difference between today and in 2017 is that when customers come into Seattle and they are in, and they're interested in hearing about ML, they actually have use cases that are of consequence or that matter to them. And so the difference I see is that when I meet with customers, usually their questions have to do with, I have the following use cases. Will the adoption of ML make those use cases less expensive, more expensive? What, what will it do to help or improve my time to market? And so the real difference I see is that the relevancy of ML today, customers are actually uh, using it. And we see loads of examples, some simple, simple examples in the transportations and, and logistics for retail customers or quick serve restaurants. We see the ability to embed ML, and I'll go back to the example of next best action, the ability to embed ML with communication services, giving, for examples, the drivers of uh, maybe a truck that is filled with dairy products and pre-made meals, the ability to uh, use a simple application that might help them predict or recommend what type of option they may have when they go to that door and ask, would you like something besides your ice cream uh, this evening? And they may have an idea on their mobile application about what type of product that customer might be interested in. What it does for the companies that are adopting ML, it gives them an opportunity to improve their fill rate. It gives them an opportunity to upsell. It gives them an opportunity to personalize the type of service or product that that customer may want that they didn't have before. Perfect. And uh, yeah, I think it's fascinating seeing how AI has almost in the space of just a few months has transformed from this almost vague, obfuscated concepts that is quite hard to grapple with. And as you say, is that when you look at the tangible use cases that being is leveraging, it's fascinating and really, really exciting. And I'm sure 2024 is going to be a massive one for the AI specifically and AWS at large. Um, and another key portion of this is, is data. Another thing that has exploded, especially over the last few years. What kind of role does data play with AWS's communications? Yeah, when customers come in and speak to me in Seattle in executive briefings or customer meetings, we really talk a lot about data. And one of the things that I tell them is when they walk away from the meeting or when they leave Seattle, there's one really important architectural principle that I want them to uh, remember. And that is it's critical that real-time data, the data that comes off how you're interacting with your push notification or your SMS or your email, that that real-time data needs to be pushed into your ML model and out with a single data highway. And that single data highway is really just another name for a middleware layer. In this case, uh, I often talk about Amazon Pinpoint. Instead of looking at Amazon Pinpoint as just a service that, that provides SMS or email or push notifications or SES for email, look at that as that data highway. And that data highway can push that real-time data into the data models in and out. And you, so you ask, why is it important? And a good example is just a retail example. So 
at the moment in time when it counts most, if I, for example, have something in my shopping cart, let's say it's a couch that I've been looking at, and that couch is about $2,500, do I want to send a reminder to Chris Sampson in 24 or 48 hours that he has an expensive couch in his shopping cart? I'm sure he already knows and he's doing some research, but the advantage of using ML with communication services a smart agent, if you would, with the communication services, that instead of sending an obtuse reminder to clear the couch out of your shopping cart, you could instead, at that moment in time when it counts most, when Chris has perhaps been away from his shopping cart for an hour or two, send a push notification or an SMS asking him if a pillow looks good with the couch. A more nuanced way of connecting with the customer in this case at that moment in time when it counts most on the channel that they prefer. In this case, I prefer SMS and push notifications. That's my preferred communication channel. If the communication channels of SMS and push notification aren't connected to the ML models, it's very difficult to use the channel that the customer prefers at the moment in time with the personalized recommendation. So that modern architecture, the architecture that customers come in to talk about, one of the principles of that modern architecture is, is connecting those communication channels with your ML models to personalize recommendations. Fantastic. And I think you alluded to some really interesting use cases uh, in previous questions, but I'm, I'm really uh, fascinated to hear about some of the best practices you've seen customers employ in communicate using communication situations in 2023 with all these amazing new developments we've been discussing for the last 10 minutes when i meet with customers um, i usually talk to them about uh, two or three important architectural principles or best practices and the first is those communication channels need to be connected into one single data highway a middleware layer so that SMS, mobile push, email, video, all are in one data highway that goes into your ML models and one data highway out. And the way you achieve that is by working with a middleware layer that allows you to alternate the channels based on the customer's interest. So for example, I prefer SMS and push notification. And uh, if you know that, if you're communicating with that customer, and you're making a product recommendation, you want to make that product recommendation at the moment in time with the channel that the customer prefers. And really the only way to do that is if those channels are connected in one single data highway and connected to the ML model, you're in a good position. But most oftentimes when I meet with customers, what I'm finding is those data channels are in separate silos, a department of email a group that's very familiar with communications or SMS, and then maybe a team that's building a mobile app and they're familiar with push notifications. Those silos need to be broken down. They need to use one communication data plane and have that connected into the ML model. The best example I can give you is if somebody is uh, maybe researching or browsing a product item and they've put it in their uh, cart. I could be looking at a couch and that couch could be $2,500 to $3,000. The last thing I want to do as an e-commerce provider or a retail provider is send a, an email out to uh, their customer asking them to clear their couch. 
um, knowing that a couch is at $2,500 or $3,000 is not something that you'll make a quick decision on. Instead, when a modern architecture comes together, when those channels come together with ML, instead what you might do is send a push notification in the app that they were using over maybe 24 or 48 hour period and make a recommendation, for example, of a pillow, a pillow that might work well with the couch. And if I, res if I respond to that push notification that I think the pillow works with the couch, that's a signal that I'm still engaged. You can't pull off that kind of personalized engagement if those communication channels aren't connected to your ML models. And so that architectural principle or best practice is what I usually focus on when I speak to customers. Perfect. And one last question before I let you go, Chris. What does 2024 have in store for AWS? For us, we're super excited. I talked about uh, 2017 being the year that we talked about integrating ML with communication channels. And uh, I believe finally it's arrived in 2024. Of course, LLMs um, are a hot topic. But for us, our customers are just interested in the basics to begin with. And I think the customers who are coming in to meet with us just want really simple ways to quickly start their journey on ML and uh, the use of communication channels. They're very familiar with SMS and email, but the ability to attach ML in a timely way with their ML models are really the things that I see happening in 2024. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, at reInvent, we presented with Ferrari and Dynata. And in those cases, they gave really simple examples without using extensive data scientists about how they connected ML with their channels of email and push and SMS and how it's made an, uh, an immediate impact on their ability to reach and engage with their customers. So when I think about 2024, one of the things I'll think about is how can we make it easier for our customers to use ML based on their use case and then begin that journey and allowing them to, well, use the channels of our, our ML channels of our ecosystem like chatbots. Uh, predictions and recommendations, segmentation tools, all the kind of things that you don't typically think about as ML-based, but they are. So I just look forward to hearing from our customers and working with them on their use cases. We can make it simple for them. Perfect. Well, I think that's a really exciting way to, to end the call. Um, so thank you, Chris, for being here today. It's been a really good session. Thank you, Kieran. And if you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and share on social media, and we'll see you next time. I've been Kieran Devlin of UC Today. Thanks for watching.